So, hi, welcome to Binge Buddies, Homicides, Hooters, and Hockey Masks. With me, your host, always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Matt, Zombie Dog, Dennis Raider Dykes. Whoever Dennis Raider is that Matt immediately said he knew. BTK. Oh. Bind, torture, kill, it stood for. Didn't need the extra info, but thanks. <laughs> I think he's the one who got caught when he basically wrote like a letter to the police or something and said, you can't trace where, you know, if I sent you a floppy disk, you wouldn't be able to tra- track me down using that. And they went, no. Yeah. Someone got caught because of that. <laughs> and they, they were caught because of that. That's, Is either uh... BTK or Green River? I can't remember which one, though. Uh, well, they sound like an idiot, and they also sound like a, a real a real big jerk for murdering people. Um, yeah. <laughs> this guy I, I know is a gross person, but I've never looked into why he's gross. But here we go. We got Joel Albert Fish DeWitt. Albert Fish. Let's see here. Uh, American no, serial killer. He's got, oh, he's got like one of those uh, those hats that are like a circular kind of thing with a brim. Perfect. Yep. What are, Oh, is a bowler? Is a that bowler, a bowler yeah. hat? Yeah. Hey, I, I know words. Um, <laughs> gosh, uh, that's too long of a Wikipedia. I'm just going to trust you that he's despicable. Um, I don't know how, like, I, there's a podcast I listen to a lot uh, called Time Suck, and he did an entire episode on him. I never listened to that episode because they're all like three hours long, but he refers to him all the time as this gross thing. So maybe I should listen to it. Um, I mean, I got all my serial killer, a lot of my serial killer knowledge came from the last podcast on the left. Ah, uh, yeah, that would do it. No. That was the first podcast I listened to. See, I'm running out of... I thought I had someone for our other co-host. Oh, my God. Hold on. We got Ryan Carl Pansram Lutens. I Hold on. Pans. Carl nope. Pans. Another surname. I don't That's know. Hmm. They are getting obscure. I know. <laughs> yeah, You yeah. know... The first thing that says when you look him up on this site is when you think of history's most famous killers, Carl Panzeram might not be on your list. That's fine. I'm forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> you, dude, you're missing the mark. There's like so many more. Like you have not done Son, Son of Sam. You have not done Lakeshore well, Strangler. Son of Sam is, is a good boy. I'm not going to put a dog on the list. <laughs> no, David Berkowitz. <laughs> no, I like the puppies. No, no, Son of Sam can't be on the list. Okay. I mean, just Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, I don't think Timothy McVeigh is serial. He's just a terrorist. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, (laughs) just a terrorist. Just a terrorist. Just like in our environment, he's just a Do mass killings and then serial killers who methodically (laughs) plan out there. Well, I think it's the thing, like the difference between serial killers and spree killers. Like spree killers kill about as many as serial killers. They just do it all at once. And you know, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six. Let's talk Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six. That's I kind of want to get into this discussion now. Like, yeah, so he's many times I have to cut Matt off when he's going down his serial killer rabbit hole. We've done so, so many horror there, franchises, Matt. so many, and Matt's never like tipped the his cap that like, oh no, I'm obsessed with murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel really comfortable around you guys now to just be who I am, you know. Let's too go too comfortable. comfortable. Guys, too comfortable. Can, we go, can we go back to the time before? <laughs> this feels like when we first got our dodge, uh, I didn't know what to expect, and then he started farting all the time. Just just a little detail I wasn't expected to be exposed to. Matt, your, your uh, knowledge of serial killers is the metaphorical fart in the room. 
Matt's serial killer knowledge is dog farts. Yep. That's pretty good. To be fair, there's a lot of serial killer knowledge here that uh that that makes these names a lot more fun with Matt, but I'm still gonna make fun of him for it. Um so thank you for both. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right, let's do this. Friday 13th, part six. Uh came out 1986, the year I was born. Same Little baby days. Brian. I was uh I was five months old when this thing came out, or not quite five months old. Uh I didn't see it in theaters. I, I bet you're all very, very surprised. Uh, I'm part not, six actually. is based on, based on what you're, you've told me about your parents. Yeah, I know they, they really let me see pretty much anything, um, but not <laughs> at infancy. I think I had to start walking before I could watch whatever I wanted. Uh, <sighs> part six is uh, usually rather high up on a lot of uh, Friday Thirteenth fans' lists. Some people aren't the biggest fan of it because this is when you're really, really starting to see the MPAA start taking 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 our toys away if you will. Um, they don't take nearly as many away this week as they will next week. We're like, no, no more toys for you. You're too mean. Um, which kind of bites. But this week still has some fun stuff, some some gooiness, some some gloopiness, uh, some beheadings that happen off screen. That that room. also happens mm-hmm. here. Um, a room yeah. full of blood. There is a, a room back, full of blood. A back, a back breaking. <laughs> I, I yep. find it strange that was a line because you got so much head crushing still. Yeah, in the series, and I find that a lot more <laughs> painful and disturbing than a throat slash when it comes to this stuff. Oh, I especially like when you're like looking dead at him, like just watching the dude crush your head has to be a an unpleasant death. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I can't imagine it's that great a death. Yeah, like, you know, literally feeling a hand crush your skull. Yeah, especially like well, it's not this week. Next week's Kane Hodder, but Kane Hodder has some big fucking hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? What I what I like too is when they crush the head, like they don't leave anything out. Like there's snot coming out of the guy's nose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it's pretty pretty gross. Yeah. But that's kind of like aftermath, though, isn't it? Is it is it maybe to do with the fact that you know, like we see a room full of covered in blood, we see the aftermath of a head being crushed. Is that what is that maybe what the MPA had a problem with? Like the beheading was the action of. I don't know. There, there's always the 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 common thing that most Friday Thirteen fans and most Friday Thirteen filmmakers say, which is MPA was trying to make an example out of Friday Thirteen because it was such an easy one to take the shots at. Like this thing is so fucking violent. We all know it's so fucking violent. This is the easy one to be like, look, you can't do this shit. Uh, so I'm not sure what the MPA had a problem with, but this one felt like the filmmakers or producers, whoever had final say in the uh, the cut, was much better about trading. Like, okay, so you're going to take away our violence here. All right, so we can go more crazy over here. And I feel like yeah. Seven tried to do that. We'll talk about that more next week. But Seven, I, I think they prioritized the wrong things. Um, Either that or MPA figured out what they'd done on this one and was like, nah, fuck you. And yeah, not, you know, yeah. No more trading. Obvious... <laughs> no violence for you. Uh, but this what's, one has what's really bit... annoying is the fact that the original camera negative is gone, like yeah. destroyed or something. Lost is what they say, yeah. They're still saying lost, so there's the chance that it might be found at some point, but... I doubt it at this point. I think with the amount of remasters we've gotten, if these still existed and were available, we would have gotten them remastered by now. Like, we got nine, so that says something. Um, Yeah, because people, people, when it comes to movies that actually have a decent film that's unrated, where you see more instead of just, like, a little snippet here and a little snippet there to make it unrated, people tend to buy it more. Yeah, so, like, there's no way that Paramount is like, you know, we don't like money. 
nah, no, no money for us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think if these existed, we would have had them by now. Personally, uh, I mean, they, they did it with two for the right reasons. We got yeah. the we got the death of the bed couple. We didn't get the other, you know, things that are not appropriate. So right, which is thank you, and still thank you. Fuck that person. Um, yeah. Any hoozle. So this uh, this week, we haven't really been talking a lot about who's been playing the Jasons, which I, I feel kind of bad about because we've had some really, really good actors playing Jason. Uh, part six actually has two people who play Jason in this movie. Um, Ryan has met one of them, it appears. Uh, was that CJ? <laughs> yep. Yeah. CJ Graham. Uh, it usually is my second favorite Jason. He is absolutely just stellar in the role. Uh, perform like just his physicality is great. His murders are great. So I'm really excited that we have CJ Graham in six. Uh, and then Dan Bradley did the uh, the paintball sequence. So whenever you're watching Jason's doing all the paintball stuff, that's not CJ. That's that's a different guy. Um, hmm. I think they all feel pretty the same though. Like they they I think for me they feel about the same. Um, and it's just a very very solid Jason in this movie. So, uh, but we have to get there in a, you know in a certain fashion. And what better way to bring a guy back to life than to hit him with a bolt of lightning? As if Tommy Jarvis, Tommy Jarvis has a nightmare about digging up Jason, having get hit with a bolt of lightning, and coming back to life to murder everyone. So what does Tommy Jarvis do? He digs up Jason, sticks a fucking lightning rod in his chest, and he comes back to life and starts murdering everyone. Way to go, Tommy. Way to go. <laughs> Literally everyone who dies post-movie five, it's Tommy Jarvis' fault. I know you should probably also blame Jason because he did the murdering, but... But at this point, he's a revenant. You know, he does. Yeah. I mean, he's just doing what he knows, and he's been a killer. So it's not. He's that's just the way. You know, he's a shark. He's just right. cruising through the area. He's like, oh, there's a living thing. Should stop that. And, oh, oh, another living thing. Ooh, is someone Dead. banging over there? Like this, <laughs> this one has. I don't want to get way too ahead of myself, but this one has for me one of the best. I think it's in this one. It's not seven, right? No, uh, it might be seven. Not thinking about it. No, nope, that's next week's problem. Um, this one does have a lot of fucking just great Jason stuff, though. Um, mm-hmm. And all the way, just right from the beginning. Like, I, I really like the way this thing starts with Tommy going nuts with his friend. It's like, you're going to get your friend killed. Like, there, there's no chance. Your, your friend's a, annoying as fuck. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the friend love, deserves to die because I he's love, that annoying. I love Horace as the harbinger. Like, dude is just perfect. Like, when they're sitting there looking at the grave, and he goes, okay, that's it. Let's go. And he goes, give me a shovel. <laughs> like, yep, that's a great. He's like, no. But he realized he has to help Tommy work through this. And he goes, I'll get it. Yep. So, Horace went out swinging and just not, he didn't swing hard enough. No, he, he was real dumb. Like, that, that's that's a thing you say no to. So you, you remember that guy that I told you about that I uh, I killed when I was like 10 years old because he was murdering everyone around my cabin. And then I... I hit him in the head with a machete like a thousand times and I was in a mental institution. I want to go dig up his grave. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that they no, were in Tom. a mental institution together as well. Like, I get that feeling that him and Horace were both in the mental institution together. So he Horace probably seems more like anxiety. A bunch of times. <laughs> I don't... But, but I, this... I see I see Horace as the more stable person here. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely Wait, is a... Horace new... or is it Hawes? I'm Who looking cares? at Wikipedia. It says Haas. I mean, what does it matter? He's a red shirt. Yeah, he's <laughs> dead guy. Well, maybe it is Haas. Either way, it's, it's definitely a true friend stabbing in the front kind of situation. Like you, you, <laughs> a good friend will tell you, "This is a bad idea. Don't do this. I'm yeah, not yeah. participating." A real friend will say, 
don't do this. This is a bad idea. Oh, fine, I'll come and help. What I yeah. like, though, what I really like about this sequence is how it pays homage to that piece of shit uh, fifth movie. Mm-hmm. Because he, you know, when he's going to um, the rehab camp, it's he has a dream about Jason's grave and Jason coming back to life. Yep. And it's just, to me, that's, that's a huge, like, this movie does not get the credit it deserves because it fleshes out character. You know, yeah. he is driven by these dreams that he has to go do it. And he does, and it it's it's his own living nightmare. So I, I just think that that's really, the way that they did this was extremely well done. And there's really no other way to do it. How do you bring back Jason Voorhees besides making him a zombie Frankenstein. So the fact that five made the decision to have that dream and then for that dream to pay off in six is really the only good thing about five besides Ethel. I was going to say, like, <laughs> did you forget how much we loved Ethel? Ethel's I great. Forgot, besides Ethel. Junior sucks, but Ethel was great. Um, <laughs> but I also like, like the, the things that the movie doesn't really get credit for, I think is like, part of Jason's design, like when he wakes up and he's got like the worm face and all that, it's good, really good makeup. Like he looks creepy yeah, and weird. Yeah. Like I love the mask reveal, uh, uh, all of it. Even the kill of Hawes is proper group, like gross. Like I like yeah. just punching through Punch the him right through the hole. Yep. Well, and what, what I like too is like when it's, when you see his full body, it's, it's a, it's a wide shot. So you can't really make out any battle that you just know that he is decrepit. Yeah. And then when it goes up close, like you see the eye and it's so lifelike, brilliant. Oh, uh, yeah. Brilliant choices there. But also, you get it right from the go with this thing that this movie is going for camp. Like it's not going oh, yeah. to, like it's yeah. not trying to scare you. Like, yeah, there's some scary bits in it. There's some good stalking in it. Like Jason walks around with the machete, all scary. Like, but it's also like, look, guys, this is part six of this franchise. We're going to have some fun. Like, let's let's have a good time. And they, they do that right in the beginning with the fucking James Bond down the barrel thing. Like, yep, <laughs> yeah. So good, that. <laughs> like, like, just... Like, just, just <laughs> do, do, do. Um, the music in this one and seven are by far my favorite. I think that they definitely did something better with the music. Yeah. But, it, but it's for the better. Like, you're never going to escape the classic chi 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 haha and all that stuff and it's definitely brought in a way with 6 and 7 and it starts with 6 that i really enjoyed yeah for sure like it it, it starts like this is where like when i think of friday 13th it's like this flavor of friday 13th is usually what i'm thinking about is like yes. this sort of yep. like little bit of camp still horror still gory um j- just borderline ridiculous and like that's where i like i am so in and we we get it pretty pretty early on in this thing, and then it never really lets it go, which is just great. Like so, we have like yep. we have Tommy going to the cops, be like, oh, "I fucked up. I, I woke up, Jason. My bad." <laughs> but he's awake, and and we are we are in a lot of trouble. And I just love that all the cops are like, "Nope, nah, no, 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 no. There's no Jason. He's gone. No, no, nope. <laughs> just not gonna help. We renamed the town. That means he can't come back. No." <laughs> It's like Crystal Lake. Look at that Crystal Lake. Oh, but look at all the forest around. It's a green forest. Forest green. We got it. We're there. Forest green. That killed Jason. We renamed the town. We did it. Yep. yep. <laughs> Fuck you, Roots. <laughs> Nothing. Um, and then we have, uh, after we kind of get through all that, then we start just like, the movie just starts killing people, which is great. We get the couple in the car that I think are supposed to be like the head camp counselors. Yep. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
everything about those. Or as I call them yuppies. Yeah, I, I just call them idiot couple in car. But hey, th- they're not hey. that dumb. The girl, the second. Don't talk about Tony it. Goldwyn that way, okay? He was the president of the United States, and he's dumb because he went out with a gun. <laughs> it's the tiniest gun ever, as well. It like... really was. Who do you think you are, Dirty Harry? <laughs> oh I mean, it's God. like you're looking at that gun. I'm thinking, is that a starter's pistol? Because like the, the the barrel on that, like you could probably barely fit a pin through that barrel. The fact that he goes, he goes, he's gonna kill you. And he goes, not if I get him first. Why? I I just love her line. She goes, I've seen enough scary movies that a man uh, oh. wearing a hockey mask. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. A weirdo nice mask is friendly. Like yeah, yes. just like nope. See him turn around. We're getting out of here. It's like you do kind of feel bad for her because it's like oh she saw this coming like yep. a mile away and. I love uh, as well where he's like, oh, I'm going to scare him out of the way. And he drives up and then he stops and she's like, yeah, that really scared the shit out of him. Yep, yep. Yeah, she's so good at that. I wanted like, more of Lizbeth. Yeah, she was fantastic, but, you know. But she tries to like, pay him to leave her alone. Yeah. Well, that was clearly just setting up the visa gag. Like, that was, uh, yeah. was, it, was American Express. Like, the don't American, leave home yeah, American gag. Express. Yeah. <laughs> clearly just setting up that gag. And I'm here for it. I liked it. They don't really they don't use that tagline anymore, so I don't think that it will land the same way. But we grew up in the nineties. We we've heard it enough. Like we we get it. Don't leave home without it. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's, it's one of those it's been using film so much as well. Mm-hmm. I I think I didn't even know they didn't use the tagline still. I just I, I always associate American Express with don't leave home without it, all that shit. I'm pretty sure American Express right now is fuck you, give us money. Um <laughs> that's most <laughs> banks, right? Yeah. Anyway. I, Some I are nicer say, about it. <laughs> I just want to say this is Tony Goldwyn's first movie. <laughs> Fuck. Is it really? Like, it, it, it is his first film, and I think uh, it's his first anything, because then he was in St. Elsewhere in 87. So, like, Tony Gold- Goldwyn, like, I mean, I, I love him as an actor. He, you know, he's really good in the things that he does. So, anyway. But, yeah, this is his first movie. First thing I remember seeing him was, like, it was in, him, him and, like, Christian Slater, and they were, like, cops, but not actually cops or something they were like a weird private police thing i can't remember what it was called i mean though. but to me it's ghost kiss the girls the sixth day with arnold schwarzenegger when he's the clone he's got all that makeup on you know uh oh, yeah he's in that that's isn't a he? good yep. one yeah yep. he was in last samurai with tom cruise dude is a great supporting actor he was in king richard recently so you know yeah, I just... well he's also an idiot who gets out of a car with a little pea shooter so <laughs> So if you're going to go up against Jason, use a howitzer. No, just how about this? I have this great bold plan. Don't go up against Jason. Don't go out. Just go oh, up yeah, against. don't go up against Jason. You're going to lose. Not not going to go well. Um, As he finds out, he gets killed real quick. Then his girlfriend gets killed in that poor puddle. Um, I, I, I was having this. I was writing this note out because I was getting really annoyed at the guy for being stupid to get out of the car to go try to shoot Jason. And I'm like, this guy is well. What's the point of being mean? He's dead anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, we get. I just love his his, his death. He just he just gets stabbed with like the the giant spike thing, and then just boom, yeah, you're out of the way now. Yep, I'm gonna go for your, your well, woman. M- MPA cut where like he gets eviscerated. It's like as he's thrown up, like his bowels are supposed to be on the yeah. on the spear. So fucking MPA, seriously, yeah, they they really took these down a notch. Um, but even for what they are, I still think they're pretty good kills. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just the, the illusion. Yeah. Of, like, 
Because it makes like the way the stunt actor did that, like he was like splayed out like spread eagle. And that that's to me like that's how somebody would get thrown if they were speared. Like they just yeah. lifeless. It it could have been better, but I don't think it was that bad. No. Um I think they just just gone limp, to be fair. Generally when people are dead, they just they just go limp. I don't think you get splayed out. Speaking not from experience. God damn it, Matt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) These tills, the the one thing they're continuing to do well is the sound. Yeah. 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 That that the sound and the weight of the actual movement lends a lot to these tills being effective because you still did that sort of like brutality uh, of Jason through it all, even if they don't show all the blood, guts and gore. Tony Now, do we think that that's that's mainly down to the fact that they know that the MPA is going to want to cut shit out and so they're just like well let's make sure this at least the sound design is as brutal as with what we want i i don't know i feel like these movies mostly have that down pat i i almost yeah. imagine it's more yeah. just a a skill of the it's the uh, people behind the scenes yeah i mean tony goldman he's like grunting like that's so believable like he it's like he got punched in the gut yeah. it's a so. good hit um but moving past the the couple that gets murdered in the car because after that we get this movie goes a little meta at points, and we have the grave digger who just full blown blocks the camera. The grave digger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, some looking... folks have a strange idea of entertainment. <laughs> well, he's looking right down the barrel of the camera, oh, as well. yeah. like basically like looking at you. Like, and you imagine that in a cinema as well, where this guy's looking at the audience, going, "Some folks have a real weird sense of entertainment." <laughs> Like, you know, in the 80s, the people going out to see this thing are like, half of them are like, all right, I'm done. No, that's it. You, you've ruined it. And then other people are like, okay, this movie gets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I love about this film, though. It's just, it is just like, it's taking the idea of like, okay, there's this serial killer slasher person who's going to kill a lot of teens, but we know that that's what it is. So let's let's start playing with that a bit more. Yeah, so you have the the grave digger with his, like, going full meta. You've got the, you know, the the woman, Elizabeth, like, you know, I've I've seen enough scary movies to know that a a weirdo in a mask in the middle of the woods is not a good thing, or whatever the actual line is. I just, and I love that they they took it in that direction, because I think if we was, if we would, like, you know, if number six was just the same kind of rehash of you know, like two, five. three, and four, like just, just in five, yeah, and yeah. just trying to be, oh, this is like super scary and everything like that. I don't know if it would have got a seven because I don't know if, we, I don't know if it would have, um, we barely got a seven money, as is, fun. like, barely well, got yeah. a seven. This movie well, didn't make it, 20 million, like, this thing did not do well. <laughs> no. Well, and, and what this movie does right too is understands that it helps to have a lead person that you're following throughout the entirety of the movie yeah, rather yeah. than just being this carousel of kills with no right. states at all. But, uh, it, it doesn't do a great job all the time in this movie. No, but still having that focal point to center everything around in, in some sort of story arc helps. But even that, even that too, to Joel's point, the cannon fodder in this, um, in this film is very, is set up very well. You yeah. know, you've got the corporate paintball game. Which is, that's for, like they're they're in yeah. his woods. He's gonna kill him. You've the, got the, the dude wearing the headband, which says "dead" on it. Yep, yep. You've got you've <laughs> got the the engaged couple, the newly engaged couple, who <clears> stumble <throat> upon Jason murdering. Like, like it's just it's perfect. Like you know, people go out there to propose and make out. Like it, it all makes sense. You don't have to care for these people. They're just a body count to Jason. But to us, 
it, it's believable. People can go have picnic in the woods. You know, people can go do paintball in the woods. So they weren't just throwing characters at us just to be murdered a little bit that we're supposed to care for, like in five with all the kids who have these traumas and are at this yep. facility that just, we see them for five seconds and they die. Whereas these people are just like, Oh, random corporate people. Oh, random couple completely believable. As opposed to here, get to know these uh, characters dead. It's no, here are these characters. They're about to die. And yeah. it does a good job actually of in the short space you get of setting up. Like yeah. a part of their personality, like the paintball yeah. is like you know. I love the paintball the... sequence. It's very mm-hmm. corny, and the music is ridiculous. Yep, uh, it's very police academy, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's super police academy. But uh, again, um, it goes. It helps set up the tone of what you're expecting for the rest of the movie. Yeah, right. Does does that was yeah. my tipping point of like, okay, this is just gonna be fun. <laughs> you know, sit back, watch all this craziness happen, and I'm gonna laugh a lot. Yep. I mean, if you don't know, like the movie, you're sitting down to the point where you get one of the paintballers gets his face smashed into a tree, and it leaves a bloody smiley face. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else they can do to point out. Like, you know, this is the kind of film. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) I love it. It, It's clear. Like, it's so good. It it would almost be better if they had shown the blood splatter and then show Jason like drawing a smiley face. With the blood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's some good shit. Um, I, I also just I like the entire paintball sequence because it, it feels like, even you know, knowing that a different Jason's playing in there, it almost feels like a reshoot to point of like, all right, we finished our movie. How long is it? It's an it's an hour ten. Fuck, we can't release an hour ten. We need ten more minutes of kills. Can you just go figure something out? Paintball. CJ Graham's not available. Right. Call Dan Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make it work. But it, it's legitimately fun. I actually like, love that. I, I hope that's actually what happened. Yeah. I hope like they're, they're in an office somewhere. It's like CJ CJ's not available. Call Dan Bradley. <laughs> like a Rolodex of names or something. Or just what he's I, in the room. Dan, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yay! <laughs> What I what what's also enjoyable too about this the paintball sequence is the fact that a, the, they made the woman and the nerd last because they're oh, always yeah. cannon fodder in Friday the Thirteenth that they made the woman and the nerd last the longest. Now they're all dead, like mm-hmm. they all they all don't yeah. make it, but they're you know you don't see the nerd get well unless is is the nerd the one that you find all yeah you find like all the arms and legs so you see the aftermath of that yeah the nerd got really killed but he was the one who was yeah. running away going he's gonna right. kill me he's and he's, gonna he's kill running me. in a zigzag pattern yeah. i don't think that that's gonna help he's not shooting <laughs> i mean he's, he's running away but he tried to shoot jason with a paintball gun i mean like you know we've already talked about tony golden with his tiny tiny gun at least that one show, shot bill bullets now, now, Matt, if you were doing airsoft and Jason came up towards you, you don't think you might just be panicked shooting a I'm little running. bit before? I, I'm fucking running away. I'm not <laughs> I'm not standing and shooting a paintball, uh, uh, shooting my airsoft gun at him. I'm running. That's I'm, the I'm right like, response. Yeah. Not yeah. running, yelling, he's going to kill me. Like, don't, <laughs> don't tell him where you are, dude. I'm dying. <laughs> um. Yep, there's my favorite line. He's killing me. No shit. Continue dying. (laughs) Oh, God, he's killing me. So I'm trying to remember the context around this line because I always remember the line, but I don't remember why he's asked to dig him up. 
but I've always going to remember this like fondly from this movie where I think it was a cop was told to dig up Jason's body to like prove something or like dig something up. And he goes, dig him up. Does he think I'm a fart head? And then it's yeah, that's, that's a bunch grave of, digger. It's yep. a grave digger. That's right. And then it cuts to all the kids going. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the cops, we have to talk about the cops. Cause I, I think oh, Sheriff sure. Garris is the best, you know, yeah. Tommy comes in after uh pause dies and he's like, you know, help me. He's like, no, we're we're not playing this game. We're not playing this game. Yeah. And the deputy, I forget the deputies, uh, Rick, you know, that he's the epitome of macho, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, here I got mm-hmm. my gun. But I love how when they're escorting Tommy out, hit the noise in the cherry, I knew it. Like all, all that was just so good. These guys were these roles, and I really enjoyed watching these two cops. And that's when they get to the you know, they chase him through the cemetery to see Jason's body. What yeah, that's the, right, that's right. The, the grave dancer says, what do you think I am, a farthead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but just, was farthead like a common insult back then? Or or was this like dead fuck where they were just trying to come up with something? I, it, it worked better than dead fuck. Far, I mean, yeah. Everything works better than dead fuck. I don't even go back on <laughs> <Yeah>. that tirade. <laughs> I have a lot of favorite lines from this movie. And my one, I hope no one takes. But there, I have others, but... I, I don't know. I've got one really good one. <laughs> I've got a good one. How is it not? Does he think I'm a fart head? Like what's that's, wrong with you guys? That's, that's easily <laughs> number two. That's like, you know, AFI's top 100 best quotes in movies quality there. Yeah. So, but I just, I just think the police force just with the, the sheriff and the deputy worked really well. And the fact that he's got stake in the game, that his daughter is a camp counselor. And then, you know, she likes him. So I just think that that character writing really made it believable. Those yeah. two and how they how they brought it out. So, um, but you know, you you mentioned the kids, Brian. I enjoy this movie a lot more because there's kids at stake. Oh yeah, and the kids mm-hmm. are fucking. You never funny. had kids at camp. Yeah, yeah. And the kids are charismatic, but you also get to yep. see the counselors being counselors, counselors. Which we've never seen before. Oh. And, yeah, and I like that they kind of suck at their jobs. Yeah. like like yeah. you kind of expect them to like the the guy who's like trying to like teach them stuff like you you you're not good at this dude you know the squaw comes and she just knocks it you know you don't want to see him so you just knock the rocks over yeah so like, <laughs> now you know where to go <laughs> like, it's just... it's so oh good. my god uh but then we're, they were about to kill the uh the grave digger right he's about to die because we see the oh, yeah ca- that's we that's see the camp night. for a little while, then you come back, you cut back, and then it, that's when Martin's like drunk, stumbling down the road, and chucks his bottle, and Jason's like, "Got it." <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the makeup here because when Jason rams it into his throat, like the blood coming out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us have that MPAA. That's one of the ones I was talking about that it felt like a trade. Like, all right, yeah. so we're gonna we won't show you actually get the heads cut off of this triple head to slice, which is a bummer, but we will show the blood coming out of the bottle later. Like, we'll right. We'll, We'll pick the better effect. Um, I do like how like stabbing's very clearly the obvious mo of, of uh, Jason, but I appreciate when they choose different items for him yes. to stab people with, and yeah. that was sort of a nice surprise. I would honestly, I'd push back a little. Bit. I wouldn't say stabbing; I'd say more thwacking is his thing. Michael yeah. feels more <laughs> yeah. like a stabber. Yeah. Jason's more about whatever I have. I'm just gonna whip it at you, like. <laughs> You know, and I mean, he's getting to the point with in this he's film. He's batting a thousand. Yes, <laughs> I think he's getting to a point in this film, though. Where I think uh, Jason's mo is face crushing with the oh, with the bare hands because yeah. <laughs> he does that a lot in this as well. Well, that yeah. one's easy to get by the MPAA, apparently. Right, <laughs> Brian. Brian, to what you said too about you know the the tip for tat thing, and you know when the engaged couple 
stumble upon Martin being dismembered after he's been oh yeah, just whacks away at that poor guy. And, and poor guy, you know, he's cutting him up. But like, you know, they're trying to get away on the motorcycle, which you know, a cow or whatever type of mo- a dirt bike they're trying yeah, to get on. Clearly they're a really, dirt bike. Yeah. Clearly, I think that scene was one of those ones added in with the paintball. But like, he goes to stab them and pin them together, and all you just see is blood coming out of their mouth. So I think that's where that trade off was too. For yeah. That one. Yeah, my note for that one was good night, weird night picnic couple. <laughs> <laughs> um one thing I like I have to throw out there because it, it did bother me throughout the entire movie. I have like four notes on here, so I feel like I should uh should bring it up. There's a lot of eyelights in this movie. Again, I know the cinematography is not what Friday 13th is known for, but the amount of eyelights really kind of drive me nuts. Like there's so many people who just like have to sit in their light. Mm-hmm. It, it might not bother anybody else, but since I noted it four times as I'm scrolling through my notes, I'm like, all right, I should bring this up. This is a, this is a hit. Um, there's a lot no, of no, no. what it, what, what it is is like someone's just about to say something, and they need the dramatic lighting to yeah. to have you know the real impact of what they're going to say. There's there's a lot of I was going to say there's a lot of sitting in it. A lot of it happens at the police station. A lot of sitting at the police station. Yeah. When, when Rick's sitting in there and they're, they're making out, when she's sitting drawing, when she's sitting waiting for someone to show up there's just a lot of eye lighting going on in there very low light oh, when megan's sitting on the chair just trying to yep. like like leaning back trying to balance and yep <laughs> very low lighting in that police station yeah um oh god i forgot about that line that's probably one of your lines um jesus that that just completely derailed me why does somebody <laughs> want to watch somebody poop in this movie like what what is what is going on with that um Anyhow, all right. So where are we at? We were uh, we're we killed the night night picnic couple. Now we're uh, fuck. We're just like God. Even Wikipedia is failing me. Like I'm forgetting the order of all the kills because basically the rest of the movie is just kill, 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 kill. Uh huh. Um, so now it's just well, the you, got, you got the he, he, you he, got he the, the cat, right? The the RV. Oh, the RV. Shit. Yeah. 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 How can yeah. you forget Court's night out with Nikki? Well, that that I believe is where I get my. Can I watch you take a dump? Line. Yeah. Um, it's are you taking a dump? Can I come take a peek while Nikki's getting murdered, <laughs> or vice versa? What the fuck do you mean by or vice versa? Can I go take a dump and you watch me while I'm driving this RV? Like what? What? Carpophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Joel could remember that word because it's, it's always a good one when that when that reference just comes to, like you know flying in from nowhere. I always it, appreciate that. You know, the more we've watched how we do or what we do in the shadows over here, Baron's Night Out has just continued to rise as one of the best episodes that, of that. That show. might be the best episode. Yeah, of the show. it is yeah. so good. Just it the, rivals it. The fucking the ballooning vampire through the sky with just puking <laughs> blood is just oh, it's some good shit. Um. The copophilia line though is, is great because it's just like, do you know what I've always wanted to try? Copophilia. No, I copophilia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good show. All right, back to Friday 13th, part six. All right, so yeah, Court and Nikki, they're they're gonna get fucking killed in the, the van. Nikki gets her face fucking just blasted into the I side. I love that. <laughs> I love I love that like it makes me think of Terminator 2, like yeah. the T 1000 It just like they're the metallic like crumpling of like a yeah. 
But then just like you can tell Jason's a little frustrated by having like how he had to kill her with like the van moving around a lot. Cause when he goes to mm-hmm. kill Court, he is done. Just head stab. Just like, oh yeah. god, this is tiring. <laughs> yeah. But then, I, this, I really wanted that, a scene though where they where they found the flipped over um RV and like one of the police officers just looking at it, they just see the face like just sticking out of the side. Yeah. I love that. And like what the fuck happened here? <laughs> so I, I want to bring this up. So this that was actually a question. So I actually met CJ Graham at Midwest Monster Fest. I got his autograph. Um, I got a, my photo taken with him. Um, but they actually had a reunion of part six. So they had Tom Matthews there as well. Um, with CJ, they also had uh, the guy that played court. And they had, I believe, the girl that played Nikki. I can't remember. But I asked the question, what was it like filming that death? Because it was very confined and it, it, you know, you really can't do a whole lot of yeah. planning when it comes to flailing. So they, I really asked them, like, what would that was like to film that sequence? And he said, you know, you, you just have to, CJ alluded to that you have to sit there and um, talk to your partner and just say, you know, you do the flailing. I'm just going to hold you. And whatever way your body rocks is the way I'm going to turn. So it, oh, you, know, interesting. You, you look at scenes like that. He, he let her do the most of it. So like, and, you, and if you rewatch it, like when she's flailing to the right, he leans right. So it's just very interesting to let your partner kind of take control of that sequence. So, but still look like you're in control. Like, right. still look like you yeah. are definitely the force yep. of nature here, and she's leading the whole way. Like that's a yep. that's a good stuntman right there. Like, yep. so. it's, it's a skill. It's definitely a skill. Is that to yeah. to make it look like you're totally in control when actually you're just following the lead of. The yeah. other actress. I mean, right. and, and CJ's great at it, and it's something that Kane Hodder is known for. Like, people right. like working with Kane Hodder because you look like you get eviscerated and you are totally fine. He doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's a big old teddy bear. He just got killed I mean, unless, inside of his lip. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> unless unless you try and steal his Jason mask. Oh, uh, yeah, then you're fucked. Don't do that either. We'll get to that in part eight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm so excited for Kane Hodder. Uh, things coming up next. But all right. Uh, so we got the people dead in the RV. We have this fucking amazing shot that was that later stolen by the fugitive of when Jason climbs out on top of the RV. And then you yeah. see Harrison Ford do that like years later on a train. But Jason did it first. Uh, no, he did it on a bus. The oh, bus, train sorry. hit the yeah. bus yes. <laughs> as he jumped off of it. Yes. Uh, either way, Jason did it first. And he did it better. Um, pretty good shot. Fugitive's a good film, though. <laughs> I, Fugitive is a good film. This Is one's it? better? Yes. I'm not making a qualitative statement. I haven't seen it. Oh, no, Fugitive is a good movie. Like, it, it's it's very, very dated at this point. Like It'll feel like a movie from the 90s, but otherwise it's very good. Don't um, judge, Matt. Sissy and Paula. I saw the look in your eyes. I, I, I wasn't judging. I was just thinking, yeah, that makes sense. It's Joel. He's uh, <laughs> not yeah. done this other podcast. <laughs> Yeah, there's no True. franchise of Fugitive, so we're never going to watch it for this show. There is. Uh, there is a sequel. There's two films. Oh, God, why? Because no. they want to do one with Wesley Snipes, U.S. Marshals, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no, that was good. Okay. Uh, maybe yeah. Ma- yeah. maybe one of our many It's not a good movie. U.S. Marshals it's is not, not terrible, though. It's still not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that'll be one of our in-between shows, just to force Joel to watch The Fugitive. Uh <laughs> Hey, the 4K Blu-ray comes out soon. I'm looking forward to that. Let's give Tommy Lee Jones an actor, because he nails the role, and then let's make a movie, another movie, with him as the star. Whoops. (laughs) So at this point, getting back to our movie, we got Tommy, who's uh, (laughs) calling up Megan for help. And she's thirsty. She can care less. 
thirsty as hell. Like you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be the final girl here. Like I know that's not quite the same job when you have Tommy, but uh, Jesus, dude, chill. This guy's <laughs> clearly going through some shit. <laughs> I like making go this. Through so some shit she's with very. Her. <laughs> I really like Megan in this though because she's very assertive. Yeah, I like, like for, for like the, the type of like that's the type of woman I like. Yeah, I like a I, woman who can beat me up and tell me what to do. I like Megan as a final girl because she knows the stakes and is willing to help out. She's not one that's going to run around and do things on her own. She is going to team up with someone. You know, she does her own thing, which is great. And when she does, she's you know she's very assertive in that way. She's almost, you know, Tommy doesn't really know girls. And the fact that he's got an assertive woman, it just makes the relationship work that much more. Yeah. And it's fun to help him out and believe him. And that's what makes her a great final girl. I'm still not sure if she believes him or just really wants to bang him. And like, whatever crazy he's spouting is, again, whatever. Listen, man, I'm trying to give her some credit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck Uh, off. Hey, man. She uses the laser gun. This movie and its laser gun is ridiculous. They Wherever the red dot goes, bang, bang. That's what I had when I met Tom Matthews. I made him write that. Wherever the red dot goes, you bang. <laughs> I mean, why not? That's just great. It's a terrible line, but it's great. But it's uh, great. That's why I had him do it. It's a yeah. terrible line that they have to say twice. 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 <laughs> Tom does it better, though. You bang. I, I feel like they should have put in a joke about that where somebody aimed at someone else's groin. I kind of wanted, you know, when the, when he had it on the, the nose, I wanted Jason to rip somebody's nose off. I What I really wanted to have happen was have somebody fire it and have it miss. Like, <laughs> yeah. What was the yeah. point? <laughs> like, wait, did you just get the laser and stick it on straight? You know you have to dial those things in, you dumbass. It's, it's aimed at Jason and it hits the tree next to him. Well, Great money spent there. Yeah, well, that laser sucked dead. Like, <laughs> it would have been pretty great. Um, honestly, like my first time watching that, that that's where I thought it was going. Like, eventually, you're going to find out the laser point sucked, but you know, obviously, that doesn't happen in this movie. Um, here's a question: Why does Tommy have to keep his head in uh, Megan's crotch as they're driving around? Because they don't want she can drive around without you know suspicion, but when she's driving like an idiot, then I go I'm just for- saying. Listen, I get it, but I also there's a lot of real estate in a car if you need to keep your head down. It does right. not need to be in the driver's crotch. Well, what well, I like, I think, I think the, the thing that you're missing here, Brian, the slums is... or the suburbs. Like, the... <laughs> <laughs> what I love too is like she's already been seen with Tommy. He goes, we, "You just keep your eye out for patro- or for roadblocks." He goes, "Like that one." Like, she, they already <laughs> see that there's two people in the car, so like then. At that point, she's like, here, look at my crotch, which we get to see twice. Yeah. <laughs> so did the camera. The camera that, really want to look. Now, that might Tommy not says, have been her crotch. If I was yep. that actor, I'd be like, do it from someone double. else's crotch. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but like what Tommy says, whatever you say. <laughs> my favorite bit about that whole thing, though, is when the um, when the, de- the deputy is uh, calling in the registration number. Um, of the car and he's like that's my daughter's car and they just they, it just cuts the deputy and just like little smoke like oh, how do, how do you want us to proceed <laughs> with extreme caution asshole <laughs> again why I love Sheriff Garris real asshole but when the muscle when like when he realizes like he's in Jason Voorhees territory it's great so oh that's some good stuff we gotta talk about Sissy and Paula though and the pan I can't say pansy the the whiny little girl 
She's not a panther. Oh, there's a scary man. There's a scary man. What's scary? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Well, Sissy gets her arm or her head ripped off. And yeah, just wrap that sucker right off. Paula gets destroyed. We don't even see the aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. We, she's we, the one who's we, went ragged all through the screen, right? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then you see, isn't that the blood room that you see later? Is yep. It, yeah, so you don't yeah. you see that aftermath, but you don't see her body. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there is one. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think, I think we did see the body. I'm the pretty blood. sure he put her that, in a blender and left. just had a party. Because <laughs> yeah, like uh, even my notes because I'd forgotten that 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 was that one. I'm like, ah, damn it, another off-screen kill. What annoyance! Oh wow, when the cops find it later. Yeah, well, see, that's <laughs> yeah, where, like two. Because it allows for the character development of, you know, Sheriff Garris, because he thinks Tommy is doing this to, yeah. to prove a point. And when he actually questions about the murders of Court and Nikki, he's like, oh, he was with me. So the fact that this movie does what, you know, you've got the police station in town and you've got the camp and all this stuff is happening at the same time. It's really well done in terms of allowing these char- these actors to flush out the characters. Yeah, and like okay, bye. You broke up for like one second in there, but I'm pretty sure it's. Oh, sorry. I'm pretty sure we got the majority of it. Um, But no, I agree with you. Like, I like that. Like the the actors really had some runway to do stuff if they wanted to. Not everyone did pretty clearly. Like, I'm here to die. Die right. Uh, Like that's. I point. I I point this at Jason, which clearly isn't going to do anything. Yeah. I'm on set for one day, guys. Like, how much do I have to do? Like, some of them <laughs> kind of had that attitude, but other ones, they really ran with it. It was fun. Um, yeah. I, I think the people who had the most fun on set, though, were the kids. Like, especially mm-hmm, yeah. like the, the two kids under the bed who are just like, oh, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say it now. That was my favorite line when he goes, so what were you going to be when you grew up? The same, same here. That yeah. was my line. Yeah. yeah. That was my, that was one of my lines as well. <laughs> That that just shows like how they made it campy. I just love it. Like honestly, if I were to like put like a huge trailer together of like all of the Friday Thirteenth movies, that would be my last like post like little like credits thing tag. Like, so what were you gonna be when you grew up? Uh huh. Like, it's just uh-huh. a very good just like end punch. Such it, a good moment. It's smart. It's a very <laughs> smart line. Yep. Yeah. But also, just like the kids are just hiding under the bed while all you hear in the outside is. Ah! <laughs> just like, just stay put, well, like just when, stay put. when they're discovering all the the cop bodies you know and she's yeah. when when no it's when she finds sissy's head and she's freaking out and the kid goes we're really de- real dead meat <laughs> <laughs> but man and then we also get the uh, and i'm sorry ryan your, your favorite character is about to meet his uh very grisly end oh it's it, it's mm. bad but he went out swinging i guess really swinging that rock but man, these cops again. That, that that looks cut by the MPA big time, though. Oh, there's a picture. There's a picture of if you go on IMDb, like one of the first pictures is the the doll, I guess, that they constructed for Sheriff Garris backward bend and like yeah. the tongue sticking out. Like it looked gruesome. Like it, I could see why the MPA got it. But you still get more of it than I would have expected for oh, how absolutely. much they went after this. Like you see him get folded in half the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he had a he had a bad night. Yeah. And but that's like again, just talking about the physicality of CJ. Like CJ, his uh, just bend in half. Like it's just <laughs> it's like it's just it's such a good moment of like, oh yeah, he's really killing the 
fuck out of that guy. It's believable as well, isn't it? Because like you, you don't like throw all these, all this the kills in this film. There's not one point where you go, how would he have managed to do that? Because of the physicality of yeah of, of CJ, you you but you buy that it's possible. Like you know, the problem with part five is all these extreme deaths, and then it turns out it's just Roy the ambulance guy, and it's like, well, how, well, how did boss? he manage to, to do me, all boss? that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> hang on a minute. How did he manage to actually do all that crazy stuff? Because he's he's not an imposing, strong, big guy. No, but with but, this, like you, you properly like, oh yeah, I, I, I believe that zombie Jason could punch a guy through the chest, fold a human being in half like a long chair. Yeah, yeah. I sent the picture, guys, on the on the group. Oh, chat. is that what that buzz I just got was? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, just that. But even like Jason, like going full on dart mode and just nailing that other deputy in the head. I thought that was like that was a good setup. That was very good. I love that as well. Like it's just just after he's like, "Oh, what's wrong, sweetie?" This is oh, that's the the head crusher. That's the the head head crusher. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. Oh, cops, cops do not fare well in Jason Part Six. Uh, They they all they all they'll get it pretty bad. But luckily, if you know, we haven't forgotten yet. Tommy comes to save the day with his uh, most excellent plan of uh, yeah. I'm just gonna. Just fucking tie him to a rock and throw him in the lake. Good lord, <laughs> else is working. You got to return him to his original place of death. And for all of us, uh, getting way ahead of myself here. For all of us diehard fans of Friday Thirteenth, it seems like this that make you go, "What the fuck, Freddy versus Jason?" He's clearly not afraid of water. He just got yeah. right in. We have more of that <laughs> next week too. But like. Uh... I get it. They had to do something. Um, maybe it's because I don't know, maybe he like, got more afraid of water as more bad things happen to him in water. He just maybe took a nap because... for like a year in this. <laughs> See, but maybe it's because he's a revenant now and he's just resurrected. He forgot that fear. Maybe suspend disbelief, but then they bring it back in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, and wasn't it four when he swam out under the uh, under yeah, the raft? You're right. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck it. I I know nothing. Yeah, moving no. on. Freddy vs. Jason made a made a bad choice there, but it's okay. We'll we'll get to that later. Matt already hates the majority of that movie, so no, my work terrible <laughs> film. It's not. It's, it's like I said. It's like fun. I said. I may change my mind this time. It may have a lot to do with the fact that we watched them in too short a time frame, and I was just done by that point. That I mean, that's very fair. Watching all these too fast was not a good idea. Um, <laughs> too furious. <laughs> For more binge buddies content, check us. Check yeah. out <laughs> Toretto's shitty two to say. Yeah, for more binge buddies content. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> I will not apologize for Hobbs and Shaw. We know. Uh, you, you know. We we know for, for the that, good stuff. Ryan. Sometimes you need to pay your pound of flesh. Yep. It's... Thanks for backing me up, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. That was very begrudging backing you up. It really was. <laughs> I tried. The look on his face was like two and a half hours. I'm never getting back. <laughs> that was a you owe me for this one. <laughs> all right. I mean, I'm uh, pretty sure he probably looks at me and you with that same expression all the time. It's like, you made me watch these films, you fuckers. <laughs> Just wait till we get to Leprechaun. Anyhow. Uh... <laughs> so Megan almost gets Warrior head smashed. Alert. Megan almost gets head smashed, but doesn't. But then Tommy, I love this when he's when he's egging on Jason. Like those could be also favorite lines too. Come on, Jason, you pussy. Come on, yeah. I'm over here. Like he just 
he doesn't have a good yelling voice. He and does like, not. <laughs> like, I don't mean that to be rude. Not everybody does, but just maybe you should have had him yell in his audition a couple times. Like, just, just throwing it out there. Because if the climax of the movie is, hey, come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, it just, it's, it doesn't have the same effect. Um, I don't mind the fight, though. I like the fight. I, I don't right really get yep, how right he got the, the rock on him, but he did. Um, and then it's real vague about how deep the lake is there. It, he might yeah. be surface level. He might be 20,000 leagues under the sea. We don't really know. But at one point, it was shallow enough for a motorboat to hit the back of his head a few times. And it's like, sleep, yes. <laughs> sleep. And he gets the old Thanos well, that's snack. The thing, like, is, is he actually at the bottom of the lake at that point? Or is he still kind of holding on and then... Like, maybe you know, the chain the thing you see the rock hit like the the crystal yeah. lake sign like right away. I mean, maybe, maybe that's just bad editing. Maybe. Yeah, he's bobbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing on it, but because of this movie, there is someone out there in the world who got a Jason dummy, tied it to a rock, and yes. threw it in the lake, and it's absolutely incredible. Is it Minnesota? I think is it's Minnesota? in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a Jason in the lake. I need to go to that lake. And I, I want to go take a photo with him because um, it's just. <laughs> is he still there? Like, oh, yeah. There? Yeah, it's a permanent installation. Like it was like Even, a. Yeah, the city like, won't. It's like, that's there. That's we like that, it. That is a tourism thing. Like, oh, you got to go see our Jason in the lake. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, one last thing awesome. we got to mention before we get out of this one. Uh, end credit song is a fucking banger. Alice oh, Cooper! Hell yeah! Awesome! <laughs> like that Alice Cooper song, "The Man Behind the Mask." Damn, it's a good song. Well, didn't he do the song? The like, only one of these he... films I have watched the end credits. Like yeah. I was like, "Oh, this song's fucking awesome!" I'm sitting around for this. <laughs> did he do the song "Teenage Frankenstein"? He did. With... Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, I think Nicky he did all the needle Dragon. drops in this. Were all Alice Cooper songs? Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, it's that main song at the end. It's like. It's a good song right there. It's a very, very good song. Like We have two songs about Jason, and they're both pretty good. <laughs> uh, I, I have to make a note here. Yes. This is, I think, the first time that we have different names. I think. Like, if you look at it, there's no Tina. Oh, there's, yeah. No, there's a Rick. There's no Rick. There's a Rick. There's a Rick. But there's no yes, Paul. in court. Was yeah. there a Paula? No, there's no Paul. We it had a Paul in a Paula. 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 Yeah. Paula. <laughs> yeah. But I also think and, that's and kind we have of a the... Roy. We have a Roy because that was one of the paintballers. Yep. So, no. so yeah, there we go. Got some. I think it's part of the charm at this point. You, I think you gotta that's what they're him. doing. I think they just yeah. keep it as like a camp thing. Yeah. Um, because they don't do it. I, I think in the remake, there's not a single one of their names. It's another reason why it doesn't feel like the right remake. Yeah. Beyond the nipple placement line, there's a few things wrong with that. Oh movie. my god! <laughs> hey, that I, fucking I, line. I am so excited. Don't ruin it anymore. I'm so excited for Joel to get to that movie specifically for the sex scene. I, I don't think I've ever. Seen I'm, excited, I'm excited to hear Kelly's thoughts on that oh, yeah. line. Uh, she's I, our, I she's already Kelly tired thinks. of the sex. <laughs> I love Juliana Gill, and it's because of her work in Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> I will say there's. We're pretty much done with the way over the top sex scenes. There's a oh, one or two more. He's got nine. Oh yeah, nine has a. Mm. Yep. Ten nine kill. has a violent one too. Yeah. Uh, and kill. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, never mind, Joel. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's do a uh, favorite quotes or kills or both. Um, we all, I think, have the same favorite quote, right? So should we just skip quotes, or do we want to come up with a plan B? No, I mean, I have... we can we can do with other we can do other quotes as okay. well. All right, um, then I'll, I'll go first this time. My my favorite quote that is not the uh, the kids under the bed will be that: Are you taking a dump? Can I come take a peek? Or vice versa? The fuck, dude. It's uh, <laughs> all I got is uh, what the fuck, dude. Uh, but then my my favorite kill is also going to be court. I I love that head stab. It's just fucking visceral. Like you, mm-hmm. it's just you feel frustration coming from Jason. Just like this fuck. Did he just ask to watch his girlfriend poop or to have his girlfriend watch him poop? Fuck this dude. And uh, <laughs> pretty great. That's it for me. I'll go real quick. So uh, my my runner up line was Martin and he was holding his whiskey bottle. He's Kathleen, you've led me astray. Well, then he goes, darling, you're going to be the death of me. Yeah. What a lovely way to go. And that's how he dies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, kill RV to face to the RV. Like yeah. j- just the cartoonish imprint of the, the head. Just really good. Really, really good. Uh, I'll go. Um, so my favorite is when they're talking about Jason, when Sissy, Paula, Court are all getting ready. She goes, you know, she's relaying the story. She goes, I can only think of one thing more terrifying. And the bus rolls up. All the kids. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> bus driver gets up. Here they are, and they're all yours. I'm like, I feel that as a teacher sometimes. Yep. <laughs> so, and then my favorite kill, you know, as much as I love Sheriff Garris, I thought his death was also very good. So, That's a good one, man. What a way to go. All right, Matt. So mine is uh, two of the paintballs. Uh, it's like, calm down, would you? Your insurance says more. Death is my business. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like how like probably serious like because like, I've I've been there suffering with there's people like that and just like chill, just just chill a little bit. Like we're here to have fun, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like my. I, so many of the like the deaths that have already been mentioned are great, but I'm gonna go with the the deputy just because of the um the great sort of like line before him where he's like, Hey, what are you doing running around here? Now you go back to bed. It's like, no, there's a scary man. Oh, what scary man? And then Jason literally just jumps out and just crushes his skull with his bare hands. That one. <laughs> that that's scary. Oh, you're dead. Anyhow, that was the guy. You're you're dead. I'm running away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you 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 deal with that. I'm gonna go hide somewhere else. Thanks for distracting him. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll we... be in therapy for the rest of my life. Yeah, she probably would be. Yeah, that'd be fair. Um. All right, so we've done <laughs> it. We've Jason lived as lives. We've lived yeah. as Jason. No, 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 wait a minute. Let's not do no, that. No, that's just you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've done it. Part six is done. I, I fucking love this movie. Uh, and I, I'm really glad that uh, that uh, I still love this as I'm finding as I'm rewatching these again. My opinion shifting a little bit, just just a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Um, I like two a hell of a lot more than I used to. Um, Me too. Even with the stupid sackhead. I've, the sackhead's even grown on me. Two has just grown on me a lot. This um, movie, six has grown on me quite a bit more and more as I watch it. Uh, initially, I did not like six. The campiness bumped me. And that has really grown on me the more I've rewatched it. Um, and now it's way higher in my list than it used to be. It used to be just up there because it's the only movie with an open camp. I'm like, all right, I guess that's what you get. 
But now I'm like, oh no, this movie is actually pretty pretty decent. Um, let's do uh, let's do some plugs real quick. This show, every show, com. I did mine, Joel. Afterthoughts podcast is a book club podcast with Kelly. Super GG Radio is a video game podcast about uh, old games as well as new coming up stuff. Uh, do not play Thirsty Suitors. It uh, not great. No problem. <laughs> Ryan, what about Sounds you? Sounds like a Friday the Thirteenth film. Thirsty it Suitors. It, it's it's about as horny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can catch me on the Front Row Network where I talk about movies and things, but I also have my channel on there called Front Row Flashbacks where we talk about movies from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. It being November, we are going to dive in and talk about subliminal messaging in terms of Black Friday, and we are going to talk They Live. Ooh. I knew you were going to say that. I'm like, as soon as you said uh, subliminal message, I fucking saw in my in my mind's eye <laughs> the obey things. Yep. And the consume so. ones. I fucking love They Live. Such a good film. I need to watch that again. It's been a long time. That is a good movie. Yep. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm, I'm all, all out of bubblegum. Bubble <laughs> so that's where Duke Newton got it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Matt, anything to plug? Um, well, so me and uh, Charlotte are in. We're not doing science nonfiction, really, because apparently, actual scientists are busy. So you know, that's <laughs> long who long. knew? But we're talking about doing uh, something where, we, like, with with planning on doing something, might be like a like a binge buddy style thing with a little bit of science dropped in. Um, and we're looking at doing the first, like, well, the the original Star Trek films to start off just to see if it works or not, and then fun. possibly moving on to The Expanse. Very, very fun. But, but that won't be till next year. Right. Too busy moving at the moment. There's a lot going on. Get that. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. See you next week with what is still currently my favorite movie of this franchise. As it should. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, shit. I, I jumped the gun, didn't I? Yeah, you're a little bit yeah. earlier this time. <laughs> uh, I'll I'm try gonna... again. Ch- ch- ch-